Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you, and enjoy. Well, as you know very well, it's been said often, it's almost pretty trite, that there are uh, two things in life that are unavoidable. And I could go through here, and I'm sure you know, one is paying your taxes, and one is dying, okay? Both are pretty much unavoidable. You can avoid the taxes for a while, but um, they'll get you. Sooner or later, they'll get you. You know that. So, uh, And I might today think we could add a third to that. The third um, item in life that's unavoidable is temptation, okay? We heard it with Adam and Eve. We heard it with Jesus. Um, it, it's nice that in between there is that reading from Romans where you know, Paul says, look, it was all created by this first sin, and now we're all saved and redeemed by the gift of Jesus. So the first man and God himself came into the world to save us and redeem us. So that's the answer. But temptation is really just unavoidable. I don't know why we are the way we are, but we are the way we are. And maybe it's so we can make our own chance decisions, you know, about what's the right thing to do and what's the wrong thing to do. And I think we all know when we do the wrong thing, we don't feel very good about it. You just don't, you know, at least in my experience. So, um, but, you know, don't, don't ever misconstrue temptation with sin. Okay. Temptation is a part of life. It's the way it is. Again, I have no idea why, but that, that is not sin. You know, you can be tempted in lots of ways. You can be tempted uh, with your taxes, you can be tempted with sexuality, you can be tempted with any number of things, but that's a temptation. It's not a sin. And I think sometimes people will think they've sinned and they really haven't sinned. They were just tempted. And you know, what do you do? You deal with the temptation and you do your best you can to, to fight it off. So just don't misconstrue the two. I, I also think, and I could be wrong here, but I, I think Sometimes uh, people, you know, as as we get older, they'll begin to, we can begin to, and I do the same thing, you begin to reflect back on your life, you know, and where you may have succumbed to temptations, okay? And you don't feel very good about that. And sometimes people, in my experience, will carry burdens for years that they really don't need to be carrying. I mean, there, there is, that's what reconciliation is all about. But even people sometimes with reconciliation will feel so badly about whatever it was that happened in their life that they, they, they just can't get by it. And you, and you got to get by it. Okay. You really do. Once it's with God, you're okay. And it's, it's not God you're having a hard time with. I guess it's yourself. Um, when I go on vacation, I go every year to Costa Rica with these two friends of mine. And so uh, the one guy I worked with for years in Catholic charities, uh, and they're both Jewish, okay? So you got two Jews and a priest. Now that's the way it is, okay? So now for, for what, what one day, um, this is kind of a funny line, but, uh, when I was at Catholic charities, I used to meet with Bishop Pilla, you know, once a week and, just let him know what was going on. And um, one day he said to me, and I had no idea where this was coming from, he said, so um, 
why didn't you ever tell me that Chip, that's this guy's name, Chip Joseph. He said, why didn't you ever tell me that Chip is Jewish? I said, well, it, it, you know, we, we take, um, United Way money. We take government money. You don't, you don't get to ask people, although I knew he was Jewish when I hired him, you know, you don't get to ask people what religion, you can't ask them anything really basically unless you, you just say, I used to, you're alive and you're talking to me because everything is so, it's, it's crazy in my opinion, but it is what it is. Now, that being said, you can do background checks. So I said, well, you know, it, it never seemed important. And he said to me, so who do you think told me that Chip Joseph is Jewish? I said, I, I don't have a clue. He said, you know who told me? Sam Miller told me. Okay, Sam Miller and the bishop are really good friends. Sam Miller said to me, do you think we'd hire a Catholic to run the Jewish hunger programs? <laughs> I said, well, what would you say to that? He said, I didn't know what to say. He said, you probably wouldn't. So uh, sometimes he'd ask me kind of open-ended questions. I never knew the answer, but I couldn't even make it up. So um, we go on vacation together. Now, nothing's ever spoken about this, okay? It's really kind of fascinating as I think about it. You know, I, I go, these guys have both been in recovery for 30-some years, okay? They've been sober 30 years. And so I go, and they never miss. I go to AA meetings with them. They go to church with me, okay? Why? I don't know. It's just the way it is, okay? They certainly don't have to. Uh, I remember one time we were in Florida, and the one guy said to me, he said, you know, I'm going to go to church with you, but if this guy isn't making any sense, I'm going to go out to the truck and listen to the radio, okay? I said, just do what you got to do. I mean, so, and I think he actually stayed, and, and we do stay. So I mentioned that, this may sound kind of crazy to you, but I'm going to make a point in a moment, I think. Uh, you, know, the, you know, at the AA meetings, what I, one of the, you know, and they're, they're really, if you haven't been to one, it's a good thing to go, even, you know, if you don't have a problem with alcohol, it's just good. And Al-Anon's a wonderful, you know, uh, program for people that are dealing with people with alcohol problems. But in the meetings, one thing they really emphasize is the fact that the only day you have is today. Okay? Forget about yesterday. Forget about it. Don't deal in the past. That's what I'm saying. I think too many people hold on to stuff from the past. And you got to get let it go. And, and don't worry about tomorrow. Just do this one day at a time. And it's just a great message, I think, for all of us to think about. Just do it one day at a time. You're going to have enough in this day, this Sunday, to deal with to do it just one day at a time. It's, it's the best way to do things. But don't get stuck in the past. Just I know it's easy for me to say, but I can do it. Just let it go, okay? Because you can question, did I ever confess this? Did I, you know, just let it go and turn it over to God, and I, I really believe that's good enough. So um, so that takes care of temptation. You're going to have them. The best, that's what Lent is all about, you know, fasting, prayer, almsgiving, that's what it's about. And, and what it does, at least in my experience, is it, um, you know, it gives us, if we can control this, whatever your sacrifices, practices for Lent are, if you can do that, it gives you strength when these temptations do roll into your life. And they're going to roll into your life, okay? It's just the way it is. So, But Lent is all about giving us kind of a foundation and a bedrock to rely on to, to, be, able to, um, to be able to endure these and to deal with these temptations that are going to come our way. And 
There's no better remedy, I think, than the sacrament of reconciliation when we find ourselves failing. Just, you know, say it, you know, carry stuff around, just get it off your chest, because life is a lot happier then. Um, I think I'm done, okay? I had something else in my head, but it went away, so probably good for you, right? It's gone. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us. <laughs>